Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. Welcome back. In this week's Soul Health Mentor episode, I had the pleasure to speak with Jen Adamson, a manifestation coach and registered nurse, and I would like to share a little bit of background to introduce her to you. In another lifetime, Jen had created an incredible career in consulting and marketing with Fortune 500 companies, but the more successful she became, the more trapped and powerless she felt. In her 20s, she learned how to manifest rapidly things such as money, romance, vacations, cars, titles, promotions, accolades, you name it. But the more successful she became, the more trapped and powerless she felt. Only to find out that happiness could not be found in that definition of success. She was so fed up with being heartbroken over unfulfilled heart desires that she finally decided to do something about it. She hired expert coaches and became obsessed with learning about the law of attraction and quantum physics. In this heart-to-heart conversation, we are about to engage in and you are about to listen to We talked about manifesting our heartfelt dreams and Jen openly introduces the listener, you, to real talk as she invites us to drop from the head into the heart. This practice of dropping from your head into your heart opens the space for a candid conversation about the challenges we face, the dark nights of the soul we can experience while embracing the light at the end of the tunnel and manifesting the life we truly desire, require, and deserve. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor Podcast. Today, we have another amazing interview, and it is with Jen Adamson, a mindset and manifestation coach with with an amazing story. And I just can't wait to dive in. Welcome, Jen. It's so wonderful to have you. Thank you, Nadia. It's been, it's, I've been looking forward to this podcast, and it's so lovely to be here. Thank you. In preparation, I learned a little bit about you and learned a little bit about your story. And I'm really looking forward to diving into that because it's such an inspiring story and I can't wait for the listeners to hear it. So I'm just going to start us off because I know things sometimes get hard before they get good, but I'm going to start with the good. So I'm going to start the question off with what inspired and empowered you to be here today to share your story? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that question on so many different levels. Um, I think the biggest thing that inspired me is that, you know, we have the power to, to create our lives. We have the power to alchemize and turn literal stuff that we can view as very negative, bad, um, 
crappy stuff and we have the power to turn it into gold if we have that intention and we have that commitment and we jump all in. And that's really why I've been very excited to share my story on your podcast is because that is a lot of what my story is. So the thing that I had mentioned earlier, I love everything you said. I love, I I love it. (laughs) Is that sometimes we have like a little, it's good when we're through, but sometimes in my own experience, we have like a messy wake up call from our soul and we kind of get put on a new path. Was that the case with you? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. So um, I'll jump into it if that's okay. My, yes, very much my story. And we had just talked about my, about how we tend to operate in a very nonlinear way. I like to, like you would mention flow and I like to follow the breadcrumbs and um, I'm just a, just naturally a very curious person. And so for me, that means sometimes I'll go down a certain path and then I'll be like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. And that lights my soul up. So I'm going to follow that for a little bit. And sometimes that leads to a completely new path and it pivots and it transforms me. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to set this down. I'm ready to go back to the main, right. The main path. And that's very much my life. I've been, um, I I'm a manifesting generator if you're familiar with human design. And so we often love to follow. We actually thrive when we follow what our heart is calling us to do. And so my story starts about 12 years ago when I was in the corporate world. I was in my early 20s and I was really hitting every benchmark of success. I was on that trajectory of reaching the mountaintop. I was reaching, I was getting promotions. I was the titles, the accolades, the money, the marriage at the time, all the toys, all the vacations. I was, I was really manifesting and, and cause it was very much a co-creative relationship I was having with, with my, with my faith, but my faith was now looking back in hindsight, it was very, it was very um, surface level. I really had to dive deep these last 12 years but I was really on this trajectory of, of quick, fast success. Mm-hmm. I was hitting all of those milestones. I was speaking on stages and consulting Fortune 500 companies. And when I, I remember, I, I kind of had this moment where I was waking up in the middle of the night and I couldn't shake off this feeling of panic and anxiety. And the one thing that kept coming to my mind is what are you doing? You're not living in alignment with your soul and your purpose. Mm -hmm. And for so long, for months, I would ignore that and just march on through like a soldier in battle, holding all of this pain and internal suffering inside of me. And I was feeling so isolated and so broken down and so powerless Until finally I came to a place where I was having suicidal thoughts and ideation. And it was, it was, that was, that was the breaking point for me is that that was the point that I, that I really surrendered and, and decided I've got to do something different with my life because all of this success that I've wanted and I have easily achieved and manifested in my life is not bringing me the happiness and fulfillment enjoy that I thought it was going to. 
And that was then the opening of a new path, the opening of a new journey. And, um, and I'm grateful because it's taken me to some really beautiful places, including India, where I got to teach, um, well, I got to study uh, yoga and Ayurveda medicine. And that's when I really dived into the, the universal laws and particularly the law of attraction. And then when I came back to America, speaking again of going with the flow and a windy road, I decided to go back to school to be a nurse. So I am a part-time practicing registered right now, registered nurse right now. And I'm also now a life coach. I've been a coach for the last two years. And I love what I do because I get to bring in and 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 really help high achieving women, which is primarily who I coach, how to bring in joy and satisfaction and fulfillment without compromising their high achieving qualities. Cause I love that I'm a high achiever. It's just that it's not the full picture. And so I bring in that spirituality and that science component too, to help them to really create the life of their wildest dreams where they're not compromising anything. They're just enhancing and, and it's, and it becomes this beautiful, beautiful existence and way of living. There were so many gems in there. <laughs> and if you don't mind, I would love to reflect back to you what sure. really stood out. So that once we've gone through the dark night of the soul and we're out on the other side, it seems so inspiring and uplifting. But when we're hitting that rock bottom, mm-hmm. it's really, really bad. Ooh. I just wanted to let the listener know that there is a realness about this about following your heart and following your soul and because you had mentioned that you are a manifesting generator and we have that in common i just wanted to make sure to fill in the listener just a little bit so so i was going to ask you do you know what your authority is the the one you live by i don't i i believe i'm not i'm just now learning more about human design i'm in no way an expert in it um but i believe if it's if I'm not mistaken, you probably know more than I do. It's either sacral authority or I can I I think it's I, I think I think I know, but we're just gonna go there so the listeners just yeah and you'll know in a second. So when you said sacral authority, I'm a sacral authority. Mm-hmm. Um, you just feel things in your gut. You yes. feel your yes in your gut, and when you feel that yes, you go yes. And that's what we both have in common. So that is what we as manifesting generator, just the very basics, because it's a a system that's really deep and that takes you into a deconditioning process when you get into it. And it takes and it takes you from your not self to your true self. It's it's like a roadmap for your higher self. And it's not done in two years. That's the misunderstanding around it, that just knowing your basic, basic type tells you anything. But we can talk about this. And so we can um, let the listener know that we're both like that. We feel it in our sacral and we go and we have all this energy to do it. And that's that high achieving energy. Mm -hmm. And you had a lot of success. You had all the toys and all the money. Now I'll tell you my story. I didn't have a lot of success. I always ended up, I had this go energy and total go getter and seen as a powerhouse, but I was always fulfilling other people's agendas without the reward. There was no emotional reward. There wasn't very great fiscal reward. And I was killing myself. Mm. So my not self 
showed up, and this is what manifesting generators have in common together, is utter frustration. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's even a little bit of rage. (laughs) So when you end up not successful, utter frustration and rage. And that journey from the not self to the true self, you mentioned 12 years, and and I've been on it for the past 11. Mm, I just wanted to give that context. Yeah, it It, puts things in a perspective, doesn't it? It, It's it's that, I think the biggest thing I get from that is that if there's anyone who's watching now, it's it's to start now because (laughs) time is of the essence when it comes to being in alignment with your soul. And, and Nadia, I'm sure you can probably very much with a resounding yes, attest to that, that this work never stops. As I, as I grow, as I continue down this path, there's more and more and more opportunities for me to up level and grow and expand even more. And what that brings is human fear, right? Human emotions of fear, going back to the mind and the monkey mind and the ego going back to stories of how, well, is this really going to work for me? Because back in 2000 or maybe 1999, when, you know, Bobby said I couldn't do it because I wasn't smart in the first grade, you know, that, that sort of, those stories come up, those stories will, they, 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 it's just, I feel like it, that's part of the, the, the journey. Right. And, and so it's, it's about starting now and really, asking yourself, what is your heart calling for you to do? And it may be as simple as picking up a book or listening to this podcast and allowing yourself to, to get curious and to put on your, your scientist hat or your explorer hat and allowing yourself the freedom and the space to make those mistakes because because we we won't ever get to where we want to be if you really stop and ask yourself like where do you want to be in 10 years if i could give you a magic wand and and no no time money or were none of that was an was an object it was limitless you wouldn't be you know ostracized by your friends and family you wouldn't be judged or condemned what would you want And then allowing yourself to know and realize and accept that where you are right now, it is, it is a stepping stone. Everything is a stepping stone. We can't get to the top of Mount Everest in one night. We have to do so much preparation before a big journey like that. And it's the same when we're, when we're being called to walk in alignment with our soul's path and purpose. And so that's why it's like, just start now. It's like the biggest thing I can say is just start now. Do Listening to this podcast, reading a book, maybe you go seek therapy. Maybe you look into hiring a coach, whatever it might be, start now because the process never ends, but it's so rewarding and it's so beautiful and it's so yeah. worth it. And it's so wonderful to to have you here, share your story, because that wasn't an easy place to be. And and then you trusted, and we're getting to the next thing I know about you, and I love that. I love that you believe that we all have a superpower. Would you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. I believe that we all have innate gifts in this world to share, and that the world desperately needs everyone to share their gifts. I have friends who are musicians and singers and artists, and that's their gift. My gift is storytelling and teaching. I love to teach through stories. I love to teach through sharing stories of how 
I've learned and where I've been the hero in my journey and where I haven't been the hero in my journey and maybe someone else has. And so I think that's so important to, I think we all know, we all knew at a very young age. And if you, one thing I can invite everyone to do is, is to, if you're struggling to really find out what your gift is, go back to when you were three four, five years old, go back to when you were a child and you were just in this amazing sense of pure wonder and the veil, it wasn't there. You were connected. You were so connected to your soul and to source. Mm -hmm. Go back to those things that really lit you up and you'll find a lot in those. What did you like to play with? What did you like to dream up of doing? What did you imagine? I remember I would love to be like on the stage. I love to speak. And I would pretend like I was speaking. I would like literally get all my friends and family and be like, okay, we're going to have this, this event and I'm going to speak. And I remember being like, oh, no one else did that as a kid. That was just me. (laughs) (laughs) But we do, we all, we, we, we really, we all have a a gift to share and it, and it's needed Mm -hmm. and it's needed. It's so desperately needed. There are people praying for you to show up and to share your gift with the world. Yes, yes, true. And then I always say, gift yourself your gift first. I love that. Because before you can give it to other people, if you're denying it for for yourself, how are you going to give it to other people? So it takes this courage and for you, it was a dark night of the soul. For me, it was as well. My body broke down as well. Mm-hmm. And and it's this wake up call where I'm like, I can't keep living like this. And then you had already shared that you started following the breadcrumbs and it took you to all these different countries and amazing experiences and you did school. So sometimes activating your gift is just following the next step in line, right? Beautiful. Would you say it was your intuition guiding you? Absolutely. Like 100% my intuition has guided me. If I look back throughout all of it, my intuition and I, and I am a very deeply spiritual person. I believe, I believe in the power of whatever you use the word, whether it's universe, God, source, your own inner guidance system. I believe in the co-creative power and the connection that we have with, with, with source. Mm -hmm. And over the years that just gets stronger and stronger and stronger, the more and more I look to greater and bigger goals in my life, greater and, and more expansive things that I can create a bigger impact on people's lives, the more and more it requires me to connect with both my intuition and my, and my spiritual source of inspiration. It's the only way it's the only way because literally today I just woke up and I woke up in a panic at all the things I have to get done in these next few weeks. And it was like, if I rely on just my own strength, I would have been depleted hours ago. But instead I was like, I'm turning to you universe. I'm turning to you. I don't know how this is all going to take place. And I'm going to trust. And I had an amazing conversation with my partner and I was like, there you go. I'm back in, I'm back in that flow state. I'm back in my inspiration. I'm back connected with my intuition. And I'm here to share that story because it's not easy to always be connected to your intuition. There are tools and there's techniques and there's exercises to strengthen that. And I do that consistently, but I also 
get off track, right? I'm I'm human. And so I veer off. I can spin out and and totally go in a tizzy of anxiety of, you know, this, that, and the other. <clears throat> but absolutely following my intuition, making that my priority, number one, making that a non-negotiable in my life, and then using the tools that I use, it always always delivers more so than I could even imagine relying on my own strength. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned tools because it's true. We, we go into a fitness studio, we have tools. Yes. There's such a thing as a spiritual fitness studio where we can train yeah. our spiritual muscles. And I would love for, for you to maybe share some sure. beginning, beginning tools. If someone says, I want to strengthen my intuition, but I don't know how. Yeah, I absolutely. The first thing I teach my clients and my group coaching clients is first thing in the morning when you wake up. And I actually learned this from um, another mentor of mine. I can't remember who it was, but first thing in the morning before don't check your phone. Don't, you know, don't think about the million things you have to do. I will just place my hand on my heart. I'll take some big, deep breaths. And this is like a 30 second to a minute long practice. It's very quick. And then I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I really get into that, to that sense of gratitude. And then I say, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? Mm. And that for me is like this true sense and like this prayer. It's like this request and this invitation for spirit to come into my world to intervene. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do these things on my to-do list, but I'm giving you, I'm giving you full power right now, spirit. I'm letting you really do the driving here and I'm going to trust. And sometimes that, sometimes that just means I'm following my to-do list for the day. Sometimes that means someone calls me and I have this wonderful conversation out of the blue. I just, I kind of allow that, like giving that first first, you know, first few breaths of the day when we wake up in the morning. And I notice that when I do that, I just, it, it seems a little bit easier for me to make decisions now. It seems like I allow myself that, that space to kind of tap in if something is feeling right or not right. Maybe I'm feeling a little conflicted about something, or I feel like I'm in a crossroads. I'll really stop and give myself a moment to just place a hand on my heart that just like, the things that it does physiologically for our body to place our hand on our heart, they've done studies of the the <clears throat> all the feel-good neurotransmitters that go through the dopamine, the serotonin that go through our body when we just do that simple thing. And really it's about regulating our nervous system. If you take it from a scientific standpoint, it's about re-regulating our nervous system to allow ourselves to be able to operate at a higher frequency, which is a frequency of peace, serenity, calm. We, we deserve to feel that way. We deserve to feel that way. And we make better decisions that way too. And so you can, you, you can look at it as either your intuition, or you can look at some, some clients will say, I'm just re-regulating my nervous system. And I'm like, great, whatever works for you. But the thing is, is like tapping into that level really helps us to make decisions with clarity, with ease, and we do, and that, and that's where that's where we get to let things be a little bit easier for ourselves. It takes that pressure off. 
And then going back into, you know, we can allow ourselves to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. How do we speak to ourselves when maybe we do something, we tried something new, but we didn't get the result we wanted right away? I mean, that's, that's huge. That's, that's also another tool I use with my intuition is, is really speaking to myself the way I would speak to a friend because we can be so mean to ourselves and we can put ourselves down, but I would never speak that way to my daughter or my best friend or my partner. Never, never, ever, ever would I speak so cruelly. And so how can we start to really look at ourselves in the mirror and say something nice? I know that seems very, very weird. I get it. I'm, I'm a very skeptical. I can be a very skeptical person and be like eyes rolling and be like, this is really silly and I'm not doing this, but it's those little tools that really, they, they build those muscles. They build those muscles. And I love the simplicity of it. And I I did it. So for the listener, this is also a video. So when you're listening to the podcast, you might not see it, but on the video, you see it. So when you were sharing the heart exercise, I did it with you. And I love that you also explained it and said that you have some clients that say, oh, I'm regulating my nervous system. May I share what I noticed happening in my body? I would love to hear that. Yes. Right. So I'm, And I'm doing, I'm placing my hand on my heart now as well. So, and it's literally the high heart also. It's a little bit above the heart. And I immediately noticed my body relaxing. And and if I were to make a noise that goes with that, it's like, ah. Yeah. And then, in, and, and it goes so beautifully. This exercise goes so beautifully with out of your mind and into your heart wisdom mm-hmm. because we get into our monkey mind and we're like, oh my gosh, my to-do list. I've got to do this, this, this. And the moment I put my hand on my heart, I drop into my heart. Yeah. And it's literally just that act of doing that. That just blew my mind. Yeah. It blew my mind that just by touching my body and putting my hand on my heart, I will drop out of my head into my heart. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you are so welcome. I Oh, that lights <laughs> me up to hear that so much. <laughs> and it's so easy. And, and what you said, those few sentences in the morning, you can you can do that. We all have our rituals. And one of my rituals is have a cup of coffee on the porch before the day starts. And then there's no big deal. You just put your hand on your heart and you say those things and you start your day off right. And from there you can learn. I'm sure you have many more tools to sharpen intuition and your divine guidance. And you got into the manifestation as well. You had mentioned that you went to India and then you So it was intuition guiding you from one thing to the next. And then you became a life coach. And did you do become a yoga teacher? You did yoga, yoga, right? Funny story. I do integrate some yoga um, and breath work into my my one-on-one sessions with my clients. Um, But I don't actively teach yoga right now. But very funny side story, if I may share, if that's okay is when I was in India, I had no intention of teaching yoga whatsoever. I just wanted to deepen my own practice. And then after I had studied yoga for, um, I think it was like, it was a very month, it was a month long intensive where I actually lived at the ashram where I, where I studied about So after that was done, I moved, um, to Western India into an area called Rajasthan 
Short story long, what ended up happening is that this one woman was very persistent. She's like, oh, you just learned yoga. I need a yoga instructor. I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm not teaching it. I just did it myself. So this is where I want to share something too, because when we go into an alignment with our purpose, some beautiful synchronicities can happen. And so I decided, okay, what's the, what's the trouble in, you know, teaching her a few yoga classes, I'll do it. Well, little did I know she was telling all of her friends and family, friends and yeah, really her friends, because her family, she was from Italy. She was telling her friends all throughout this town of Pushkar that I was teaching yoga. So she was bringing friends in and I ended up having a lot of fun. I ended up teaching yoga the last few months in India. I never had to withdraw any money from my bank account or any ATM. I was totally taken care of financially. People were coming from literally foreigners and travelers from all over the country were coming to my class. <laughs> I love that, that we got onto the side story because it, and you said when you get into alignment with your purpose, the synchronicity happens. And when you allow yourself, so what I'm hearing from your story, and I want to reflect just to, 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 cause these are golden nuggets. I get so much joy interviewing you <laughs> and it feels like when you hit that rock bottom, you knew something had to change. You started following the breadcrumbs and in following the breadcrumbs connected with your faith and your intuition, boldly taking steps, being that manifesting generator. When you feel that, yes, you go for it. You got this whole new path, this whole new path that the mind cannot contrive. The mind cannot know, but we want to know these things and we don't start because we don't know. Yeah. And then you were taken care of and it, then I can feel the joy and the pleasure. And now you're teaching high achieving women to extract that same kind of pleasure and joy. And then life becomes magical again. Oh, so magical. <laughs> so magical, but it isn't easy. It isn't easy to, to, to listen I will be completely transparent. I feel like a lunatic when, right before a big up level. Mm -hmm. I feel crazy when I, you know, I remember one time when I invested in a coach at a very high level and I felt insane. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't tell anyone, but in my heart, in my heart, it was a absolute yes. And here's what I want to share is that there is a difference between feeling fear and I'm unsafe, and this isn't good for me. And there's another kind of fear, a fear of a surface level fear. But if you really take a deep dive and you ask yourself, if X, Y, and Z were not an option, would I want to do this? And if the answer resounding yes, you we are all resourceful. We can be creative. And Sometimes the universe just needs a little indication that you're, you're willing, that you're willing to take that first leap. It, it's like this beautiful relationship. You know, we can't expect to be in this beautiful relationship with someone and we're asking them to take a leap of faith. But if we're not meeting them right there in the middle, we really, you know, I, I need to meet the universe at some, some beautiful sacred point. And every time I've done that, right before I feel crazy. But this is what they say about what embodying is, is you can, you can describe it or define it in so many different ways, but that's really it is like 
when I look at all the things I've, I've done where I felt crazy or like a lunatic before doing it, it has been a beautiful transformation or a beautiful manifestation of, and, and, and nothing but magic, but it is you, it's that, it's that, that fear, that fear that feels very like it. And it is, it can feel very, very scary. Yes, right before that big leap. Totally attest to that. And I'm also yeah. all for being transparent. And it literally is that analogy of the butterfly. The butterfly in real life, it turns, it's it's like an old identity dies. And we're so scared to let go of that old identity to become the butterfly. It's very human. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I've collected a lot of, so I call them soul power mantras. Some people would just say affirmations, but there was one I discovered and I wanted to share it with you because I thought it was brilliant. I don't remember who shared it, but it's, if mindset is king, embodiment is queen. Oh, that's <laughs> powerful. I just got chills. Wow. <sighs> It, it's so powerful and every time because it's it's also the dance between the masculine and the feminine so yes you were entrenched in the hustle culture which is very masculine very toxic patriarchy kind of structure and then you've built yourself a life where your feminine essence can breathe mm. and I've had to do the same thing because I was working as a corporate health coach and the job was killing me and my spirit my body was getting unhealthy and I'm still trying to recover from it. It was three years and I'm also in the middle of life in the change. So all that stress didn't do me good. And that was the reclamation of myself. And even though the fear is there, the pain was greater. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, so I'm, I just contributed a, a chapter in a book that's coming out called brave women stand. And I share in that, and this was totally downloaded Nadia. So I like, can't, these were my own words that were channeled on the paper. So I'm probably not going to say, cause I don't remember it, but there, when there's something beautiful about a strong woman being fed up mm -hmm. when she realizes that the pain of not of the pain of constricting is far greater than the pain of expansion. Exactly. Yeah. I love that you mentioned the book because I'll definitely share that in the show notes and then the listeners can find all the details about you. But I also want to ask where can listeners find you to learn more about the work you do, to follow you, to connect with you? Yeah. So the best way is on either Facebook or Instagram, on Facebook, I'm Jen Adamson, J-E-N-N-A-D-A-M-S-O-N. -N -A -A and on Instagram, my handle is I am Jen Adamson. And um, on there, you can, I have lots of links for free, um, free resources. I have my five steps to manifesting with ease. I also have two free meditations to grow your inner radiance because really how we feel on the inside is then a reflection of our outer world. And then I also have a money beliefs meditation that you can download for free amazing, on there as well. Amazing. Yes. This has been such an amazing conversation. I would love to end it just by asking you, is there, in the moment, is there a, out of your mind and into your heart wisdom that you want to share with the listeners? Yeah, I would say just to recap what I said is just start. And allow yourself the space to make mistakes. Just start. 
by starting now, you can allow and trust that the universe is responding to your effort and your energy. And it doesn't need to be hard. You don't need to move across the country to India or to a foreign place. You can start right here in your bedroom, in your living room, in your home, in your office, and just never, ever, ever give up. Just jump right in, stay committed, and allow yourself some space to learn and to make mistakes and to explore and get curious and to always come back and speak kindly. Yes, of course. Thank you, Nadia. This was such a joy. It was. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Krauss. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 